Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by my friends over at ChopC60.com. If you haven't heard of Carbon 60 or otherwise called C60 before, it is a powerful Nobel Prize winning antioxidant that helps to optimize mitochondrial function, fights inflammation, and neutralizes toxic free radicals. I'm a huge fan of using C60 in conjunction with a healthy lifestyle to support your immune system, help your body detox, and increase energy and mental clarity. If you are over the age of 40 and you'd like to kick fatigue and brain fog to the curb this year, visit shopc60.com and use the coupon code JOCKERS for 15% off your first order and start taking back control over your health today. The products I use, I use their C60 in organic MCT coconut oil. They have it in various different flavors. They also have sugar-free gummies that are made with allulose and monk fruit. They also have carbon 60 and organic avocado and extra virgin olive oil. When it's combined with these fats, it absorbs more effectively. And carbon 60 is great as a natural energizing tool because it really helps your mitochondria optimize your energy production. Now, if you take it late at night, for some individuals, it may seem a little bit stimulating. So that's why we recommend taking it earlier in the day, and it will give you that great energy, that great great mental clarity that you want all day long. It will help reduce the effects of oxidative stress and aging and really help you thrive. So again, guys, go to shopc60.com. Use the coupon code JOCKERS to save 15% off your first order and start taking back control of your health today. Welcome back to the podcast. I've got a repeat guest, Dr. Jack Wolfson, good friend of mine. He is a natural heart doctor, board certified cardiologist, practiced conventional cardiology for many years. And then he realized he wasn't getting people well. And so he went and studied functional medicine and natural health and helps people with blood pressure issues, cholesterol issues, a number of different cardiovascular related health conditions, and he does it in an all natural way. You can find him at naturalheartdoctor.com. And this is going to be a great discussion where we're going to talk about what he calls the 100 year heart and how your heart is designed to live a hundred or longer. And, uh, you know, really all the best steps to take good care of your cardiovascular system to help optimize your circulation your lipid balance, your metabolic health, and really thrive in life. So you guys are in for a treat here. Also, Dr. Jack Wolfson has a great best-selling book called The Paleo Cardiologist. Um, and that's a great book you can find on Amazon. So you should check that out. And again, his website's naturalheartdoctor.com. Him and his team work with people all over the world. So check him out, naturalheartdoctor.com. And without further ado, let's go into the show. Well, Dr. Jack Wolfson, always love our conversations and everything you bring to the world. And, you know, I know I've heard you talk about this concept of the 100 year heart and, you know, heart disease, obviously one of the number one killers, I believe it's the number one killer, um, you know, in, in first world countries. 
And most people, their heart's not making it 100 years. And so are, is it designed to make it that long? And what's holding us back from that? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely designed to make it to 100 and beyond. And when you think about the heart muscle and you think about uh, the fact that it beats on average about 30 uh, million times per year, and then if you extend that over the course of 100 years, well, of course, that now comes into like, uh, uh, you know, you know, 3 billion uh, heartbeats that somebody experiences uh, over over their lifetime. And it is designed for that. It is an amazing uh, muscle that propels blood forward and circulates the blood and oxygen and all the nutrients around the body. And our creator designed us in that way for the 100 plus years. And we see that in the many in many you know, centenarians that, that exist out there. There's no reason why we should not live until we're 100 years, say, for some kind of traumatic experience or emergency. You know, chronic disease uh, is is the number one killer cardiovascular disease is. But again, that's all, all, all preventable. I believe we are genetically built perfectly. Uh, and And when we give the body what it needs, take away what it doesn't, that's the hundred year heart strategy. Yeah, for sure. And so what in conventional medicine, what are they doing? Like how how are they treating cardiovascular issues? How are they looking at people when it comes to heart health? Well, yeah, and the life expectancy in the United States is like late 70s for men, maybe 77, 78, depending on the year, maybe 80 years of age for women. And that's clearly not good enough. Yeah. It's not uh, the way that it should be. And, and they're not only are they only lasting until that age in modern medicine, the modern medical world, but they're not they're not thriving. They're just surviving. They're, they're limping across that finish line. And you see that's the last several years of life are often spent in and out of hospitals, certainly in and out of doctor's offices, and that's just not the way that it should be. The medical model with their foundation of pharmaceuticals and surgeries is a failure, and it was designed uh, by people who only had their financial interests at, at best at heart. And in that's and when you look at things through that lens of how they're trying to push the pharma, how they brainwash the medical doctors into the pharmaceutical surgical model, you can just see the failures. But ultimately, 80 years is not good enough for me. My father died when he was 63 of a Parkinson's-like illness called progressive supranuclear palsy. And uh, the Mayo Clinic had no idea why my father was sick and dying. And to tell my backstory is that I met a young woman who was a 29-year-old doctor of chiropractic. And she told me all the reasons why my father is sick and dying. And I listened, I changed, and now bring the message of natural heart health and longevity to the world. Yeah. So key and your, your, your father was a medical doctor as well. And, you know, a lot of medical doctors, unfortunately are dying early. They should be the ones leading when it comes to health, right? They should be the ones living and having great lifespan and health span, right? And you were talking about that lifespan Our lifespan is a certain amount, 78, 79 years or whatever, but the health span is typically like 55, right? After 55, people are typically on a lot of medications, surgeries, and, and, and that health span shrinking, and so, uh, so it's, it's definitely scary, but yeah, your father was conventionally trained medical doctor. So he should be leading the way when it comes to health and unfortunately got sick at a young age. Yeah. You know, but he was, he was just indoctrinated in the mainstream yeah. medical model, which is of pharmaceuticals and surgeries. And I like to think about this, uh, David, that when I was in my mother's womb, I'm listening to the conversations that are going on and I was born into the medical 
matrix into the medical paradigm where I'm hearing again in utero of my father talking about cardiology and then I'm a baby and I'm hearing this. So it's like I was just indoctrinated it from day one. So I really understand all of those nuances and all of the uh, methodologies of what they do. And of course, I would you know work in the biggest group in the state of Arizona as a hospital-based cardiologist from, uh, for 10 years up until 2012. And I just saw all the failures in there. And to your point, the medical doctors, they buy into this whole thing too, and they don't last long either. So they take all the different pharmaceuticals, they take the statin drugs, they take the aspirin, take the blood pressure drugs. But uh, at best, they are minimally effective. At worst, they kill people. And I think you can find arguments certainly on both sides. And I will tell you that ultimately, and, and tell your audience, because I know you know this as well as I do, that the pharmaceuticals are not the answer. God bless the men and women who work in emergency rooms and trauma centers. But for everything else, we got to go at things uh, naturally. And I'm proud to, you know, and, and, and thankful for you to, you know, put out this message with me. Yeah. And, that, and that's what you and your team do, natural and integrative cardiology. And what, what sort of lab testing? So if somebody comes in, they bring in labs, or if they want to run labs, what are some biomarkers that people can look at that really help them understand a little bit more about what's going on in their body and in particular, their cardiovascular health? Well, our, our methodology at Natural Heart Doctor is eat well, live well, think well, and then all the different components that would stem from that. But where I think we help a lot of people is in the test don't guess methodology because a lot of people believe they're living this healthy lifestyle and that's great but we need to uh, trust but verify so let's verify what their numbers are and i know you're a big proponent of this and you've written books on this as it relates to inflammation measuring the markers of inflammation and oxidative stress are the ultimate uh, guide to to kind of where you are status-wise. It certainly is not total cholesterol or lipid ratios. That really has little to do with what we are trying to accomplish. Now, if you see abnormalities there in the lipids, or if you see abnormalities in the inflammation markers, you need to find out why. Now, the lipids react to inflammation. They're part of the anti-inflammatory mechanism of the body amongst all the wonderful, beautiful things that LDL and HDLs uh, do for us. But we need to figure out the source of why there is all this inflammation. The medical community, as you know, David, that they understand that inflammation is bad. Now, their, uh, their, their hammer to that particular nail is a statin drug. It's an aspirin. It's an antihypertensive. It's other, you know, cholesterol-related drugs. They're even coming up with other injectable, uh, you, know, you know, technologies for this, uh, you know, for this purpose. But it's all about trying to figure out the why, because when you have the why and you can reverse the why, that's where it becomes very special. Now, real quick, when you look at people with high blood pressure, of which 47% of adult Americans are labeled with, with hypertension, what we find is that there are really um, uh, four groups of people. So let me try and break this down real quick. So the, the healthiest people are people with normal blood pressure, no pharma. The most unhealthy people are people with high blood pressure, still with high blood mm -hmm. pressure, on pharma. Mm -hmm. Those people die the quickest. Now, the next category is kind of tied, where we have people with untreated hypertension, 
basically equivalent to the people with normal blood pressure because of pharmaceuticals. Mm. So what I'm trying to say is, is that if your blood pressure is normal and you're on pharma, don't think you're at the same risk as Dr. Jack Wolfson and Dr. David Jockers, because you're not. They have mm. falsely lowered a number and it does not lead to significant benefit by any stretch. And that's looking at the benefit, let alone the side effects. So ultimately, if we're looking for longevity, pharma and longevity, it's an oxymoron. They, they do not mm. exist together in the same sentence. Yeah, so that's really interesting to hear. So basically, if somebody has high blood pressure, they want to figure out why is their blood pressure high and address the root cause. You talked about think well, move well, eat well. We're going to go back to that. But uh, just taking a pharmaceutical to get the blood pressure normal, now the blood pressure is good. The cardiologist looks at it and says, okay, great. We're, the drug is doing its job. Blood pressure is normal. Now you're he'll, he, he might think, he or she might think you're healthy, right? And that patient could walk out of the... The doctor's office thinking, okay, great, blood pressure is good, I'm healthy, but they never actually got to the root cause. And the the research shows that they're still as as at the same level of risk as when they had the blood pressure high without the medication. You know, there you go. And I think that's why, not that I think, I mean, I know that's one of the reasons why I say that high blood pressure drugs kill millions of people. Statin drugs kill millions of people. Now, why would I say that? Where's the evidence of that? Well, the evidence of that is this fact. If we take someone who we put on statin drugs, for example, and according to their data, and we could talk about is their data real or, or is it not, or could could money influence the creation of data? I think everybody knows that is, uh, is certainly a possibility, uh, but let's just take it on face value. The goal is not to reduce your risk of having a heart attack over the next year from 2% to 1.8%. The yeah. goal is to reduce it to 0%. The goal is not to reduce your chances of dying of cardiovascular disease over the next year from 1.3% to 1.2%. But yet these are the numbers that exist. And why would I say that we're killing millions of people? Because millions of people are still part of that percentage on pharma who are still dying. And they die because they think and really, because they've been told, just take this pharmaceutical and you'll be fine. You can eat whatever you want, live however you want, think however you want. None of that stuff matters anything. Take the drug. And that's why I would say that over the course of the 40 years that statin drugs have been around as the number one revenue generating class of drugs of all time, that it has been responsible for millions of deaths. Yeah, and there's so many reported side effects with statin drugs on top of what you're talking about where people just kind of get this false assurance and never really change their lifestyle. I just wanted to take a moment and interrupt this podcast to tell you about Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. Vitamin C is a critical compound when it comes to supporting a healthy immune system. It's powerful for the immune system, but it's also really good for your skin, really good for energy. Most people don't realize this, but it actually plays a very important role in energy production. And again, for skin health as well, joint health, there's so many things that vitamin C supports our body in. And what I love about Paleo Valley's Essential C is it's 
a really powerful pure vitamin C supplement. And unlike most vitamin C's, it contains zero synthetic ingredients that were created in a lab. Instead, it's made from three of the most potent whole food sources of vitamin C on the planet. So nothing weird in there, just food. Guys, check them out at paleovalley.com forward slash jockers to save 15% off. If you're looking for a great vitamin C to support your immune system, your skin, and your energy, go to paleovalley.com forward slash jockers to save 15% off the essential C complex. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about my friend, Dr. Wendy Myers and her great podcast, The Myers Detox. You see, Dr. Wendy is a detox expert. And you know that I talk a lot about environmental toxins and how they're impacting our health. And while I usually focus on what goes into our bodies, it's crucial to address what needs to come out. So after this episode, take a moment and check out Dr. Wendy Myers and her show, Myers Detox. They have over 500 episodes filled with practical tips on detoxing. She simplifies complex topics, making it feel like a chat with a trusted friend who happens to be a detox guru. So search for Myers Detox on your favorite podcast platform and let the detox journey begin. Now, back to the show. So let's talk about what people need to do to be healthy. Let's talk about start with best foods for metabolic health, best, best foods for cardiovascular health? Well, I think that in the in the, in the the concept of, of what kind of foods to eat and stuff like that, I do want to be clear about one thing is that because, you know, we can argue about vegan, vegetarian, paleo, keto, carnivore, all these various things that people would argue about. But first of all, let's get the chemicals out of our food and make our food organic. So no matter what you do, right? So, if, you know, if you want to go vegan, just make sure it's vegan organic. And if you want to go uh, keto, just make sure that all your stuff in there is super clean. And that's, you know, really is clean meats clean uh, poultry, clean eggs, clean seafood, clean uh, you know, uh, uh, produce, you know, as well, plant, uh, you know, a, uh, based type of things. Let's all agree on that. If you're like, hey, listen, I'm listening to Wolfson and Jockers right now, and I feel like having some ice cream. Hey, listen, I'm not going to promote it, but if you're going to go do it, just go get organic ice cream. If you're thinking about organic cookies or cupcakes or whatever. And I think uh, you and I both as parents of four children each, that uh, that really stems into the childhood as well. Just making sure that, hey, you know, the kids are going to a birthday party. Okay, listen, go to the birthday party, have a good time, but we're not eating the Costco cake. Mm -hmm. You know, we're bringing our own gluten-free muffins. Uh, yeah. uh, we did, we've done that many times, yep. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I think the beautiful thing about that too is yes, we're supporting our children, but we're also sending a message to the world like, hey, this is doable. Yeah. It's not It's not easy in this world. There's a lot of things that can inhibit that, but this is the stuff that we need to do to protect our children and promote health and wellness to the world. So on top of the organic story, I do believe that seafood is the healthiest food on the planet. People with the highest levels of omega-3 from the consumption of seafood have the lowest risk of everything, heart attack, stroke, cancer, uh, dementia, Parkinson's illnesses, and stuff like that. Uh, on top of that, uh, and, and where do we go with that? Wild salmon, sardines, anchovies, clams, oyster, shrimp, lobster, crab. Uh, I think that's uh, ancestral food. It's common sense. And, uh, you know, again, makes perfect sense to me. 
Next, I would also say that uh, nose to tail nutrition is critical as well. So my favorite animal for that sense is bison. We honor the bison. We honor the, we honor everything that we eat. We pray over everything we eat and we're thankful for everything that we eat. Uh, and that uh, that free range uh, grass fed, really just a wild bison that exists inside of, you know, miles of, of fencing, mm-hmm. but nonetheless is wild and really untouched by man. That particular source of not only the meat, as we would think about, you know, steaks and and ground and burgers, but also liver, heart, kidney, uh, and the other organs. I think that organs are just uh, some of this just just perfect, perfect foods. So there we go with that. And then ultimately, we're also uh, we personally in the Wolfson household, uh, we're gluten free. I profess that to my patients as well. It's just not something that we need. Whether or not it affects you, you know, we could debate all day long. We could test on that. And there's some phenomenal testing that we do on all of our patients. But uh, there's really no need to eat gluten-containing grains. So we keep our grain intake to a minimum. Hunter-gatherer, that's the way to go from the nutrition side. And then again, what you know, certainly you're one of the worldwide experts as it relates to fasting. And uh, fasting is a wonderful way, to, you know, to to be healthy. We include that, of course, in the eat well conversation. I guess of the times when you don't eat well because you don't eat, and all you're maybe doing is is a water fast. And I do think, and you and I have discussed this before, and I've seen this in my patients that once you get to that really extended duration of fast, once you get out to that 48 and certainly 72 hours, that's when we're starting to see plaque reversal, where the body is saying, "I need nutrition." And I'm not getting it orally, and I don't have much fat stores to break down at this point. So therefore, uh, I'm going to start breaking down scar tissue, and scar tissue in coronary arteries is plaque. Uh, And we have seen a lot of people reduce and reverse their coronary plaque and coronary calcification, although I do not recommend a CT scan, another conversation. But for those who did, we are seeing reversal, and I'm excited about that. And ultimately, it just it makes it makes perfect sense when you look at it that way. Yeah, it's amazing when the body goes into that mode, when insulin really, really drops, when you're fasting like that, your body needs that, you know, needs protein, right? Because you you got to you gotta continue to build white blood cells, albumin, you know, for for pulling things around in the blood. I mean, you you constantly need a, a renewed supply of protein. And if you're not consuming it, it's going to pull it from somewhere. And your, the innate intelligence understands that the plaque is should only be there for a temporary period of time, right? And it's only patching up a wound, but it's not the ideal tissue. So that's the perfect tissue to use to build new, healthy, more stress-resilient proteins. So it's going to start pulling it out. And uh, yeah, it's it's amazing that you guys are seeing that um, with those those kind of results. And so fasting can be really key. Obviously, we're talking a lot about that uh, on my podcast and my summits. And so super key. What other lifestyle strategies? I know you talked about move well, think well. How does that play in here? There's so much debate always, right, about the eat well part, but the live well and the think well are just as important. So looking at the concepts inside of live well, and really this is just common, common sense type things, which the medical doctors uh, do not get trained in the common sense methodologies. Uh, There are thousands of studies that show the benefits of sleep and good sleep and quality sleep, going to sleep shortly after the sun down and waking up before the sunrise, which is truly how how we live. You and I are recording this. uh, And as we speak, you know, that, you know, it's, you know, we go to bed typically around uh, 8, 830 at the latest. And naturally, I wake up around 430 and I start my day. And I believe that's totally ancestral. 
We also talk about the importance of sunshine. So getting our solar panel, AKA our skin and our eyeballs, getting that out into the natural light. So as I record this with you right now, I'm it's daytime, I'm sitting in the sun. Uh, it, it, in an outdoor area on you know getting shade at this moment but i embrace the power of the sun obviously we know that it increases vitamin d and interestingly enough the way that we make vitamin d is the sunlight hits the skin and cholesterol coursing through the skin's vessels is turned into vitamin d therefore vitamin d goes up and total cholesterol goes down but not only does the sun create the vitamin D, but it also creates nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator and it's antiplatelet and improves circulation and flow. And one of the other amazing benefits, of course, of sun is that it helps to create melatonin. So when you get sun exposure during the day, melatonin is released at night when you go to sleep and melatonin is the master hormone that controls everything else mm -hmm. going on in the body. There, you know, it's not, it, the master hormone is not thyroid and, you know, it's not uh, ACTH and it's not testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. It's all predicated on on healthy melatonin levels. So we want that. All right. So we talked about sleep, sun, uh, movement, physical activity. The more we move, the more physical we are outdoors, the longer we're going to live. Uh, and then big category in the live well are the environmental toxins and pollutants. And first and foremost, first and foremost in that area, I spilled the beans on that one is mold, uh, uh, mold yeah. mycotoxins, bacterial toxins from water damage in your home. You may be sitting there thinking my home doesn't have that. My home is brand new. I don't really care about what your opinion is on this, people. You need to get tested. Your life depends on it. The family's life depends on it. The dog and the pets and everybody's life depends on that home. Not having uh, water damage leading to mold and bacterial exposure. Lots of new information coming out on this uh, every single day. Uh, in addition to all the other things, you know, the EMF and the pesticides and all these things that we talk about. And then to kind of wrap up the live well, everybody has to be under chiropractic care. The chiropractors are the neurologists. They are, they are the real neurologists. They're the real neurology specialists because not only do they diagnose uh, neurologic-related and brain-related issues, but they actually have the ability to fix them. Uh, neurologists in the MD version don't. They're just a bunch of pill pushers and they recommend CTs and MRIs. But the chiropractors, not only are they phenomenal musculoskeletal, but they are the neurologists. So make sure everybody's under chiropractic care. And finally, holistic dentistry. Just really make sure that your teeth are, are in good shape, well taken care of. Again, hundreds and hundreds of studies that link dental sickness or oral health issues uh, to cardiovascular disease. So uh, very, very important to make sure you're you're taken care of there. And then, you know, you wrap that up with uh, ThinkWell. Yeah, I mean, it's so key. So for a lot of people that are listening, hey, if you've tried, if you're following your nutrition strategies, you are exercising regularly, you're sleeping, you feel like you're sleeping well, you're, you feel like you're following all these things and you still have chronic symptoms, you're still not feeling good, you have to, you really have to investigate what's happening in your mouth, your oral health, what's happening with your spine and nervous system, that's where a chiropractor comes in, what's happening in your house, right? As far as household mold or other toxins you may be exposed to, you gotta go through that that series and in a sense, address all of those areas. And then when you put all that together, you're gonna have a plan for, for, for the 100 year heart. You know, let me let me throw this out there, you know, to you and to, you know, whoever's listening as well. I thought of this recently as I heard someone make the statement, and we've all heard this before, you know, where they say, um, uh, my friend was healthy and then they right. died. You know, my friend was healthy and then they had a stroke or had a heart mm. attack. Here's the thing. 
if you are healthy, truly healthy through the lens of eat well, live well, think well, and you test, don't guess. If you are truly healthy in all those facets, you can't die. You, I mean, you can die of age-related, you know, again, when you're 120 years of age, but you can't die of a heart attack. You can't die of a stroke. You can die of a trauma, obviously. But you're not going to be um, a 50-year-old man running, going for a 5K, and all of a sudden drop dead of a heart attack. That's not going to happen that, if you're healthy. That, that, exactly. If you are truly healthy, that wouldn't. So whenever we think about someone who died of cardiovascular disease or cancer or some kind of autoimmune or even stemming that into, um, you know, suicidal behavior of certainly, which I'm not going to profess to be an expert in that area, but uh, a healthy person in the lens of eat well, live well, think well, doesn't have anxiety, uh, stress or suicidal ideations, and they, they don't. So, the idea is, is that if you are truly healthy, you never get sick. Or let me say, you know, it's not that you don't get sick. You're not going to die uh, from yeah. any of these things. Now, a truly healthy person, I mean, certainly if you uh, are exposed to some kind of environmental toxin, you may manifest the uh, the symptoms yeah. of your immune system kicking in, uh, you know, to heal. Uh, but let me also, you know, stem into, uh, you know, think well, so I, I make sure that I hit this uh, uh, topic, uh, is that the think well may be more important than all of these different issues that we talked about, the eat well and the live well. So the think well, as we look at the literature, we know that people who have anxiety, stress, depression, have a much higher risk of cardiovascular disorders. We know that people with depression actually had a 10 times higher risk of being hospitalized for uh, COVID over the last several years. So we need to really make sure that people find their happy place. And I think that happiness really stems from these areas inside of Think Well, where we focus on our spirituality. We focus on our, our purpose, you know, what are we here for? I'm here to change the world of cardiovascular disease. You know, you have all the different things that you're here for. We're also here to be, uh, you know, husbands and fathers. And and again, wrapping that back into spirituality, what we're here for is, you know, to to serve, you know, our creator. But that passion and purpose, having that sense and and, and having gratitude is huge and self-acceptance, and then the sense of community. You know, social isolation is, is a massive, massive killer. People who identify themselves as socially isolated, they don't have a good community, friends, family, support systems, they die very young. They die much, much, much quicker. And then ultimately our sense of uh, security, safety. Do we feel safe in our homes? Do we feel safe in our job, in our workspace? Do we see, feel safe in our relationships? Uh, safe financially, you know, as well. There's a lot of things that go into that. So we want people to really take a focus on that think well aspect. Certainly as a cardiologist, we never got any training in any of the things that I discuss uh, right now, but certainly uh, not in that think well space. But uh you know, it, uh, there's a lot of different people out there who can help uh, in this arena as well. But I just want to really identify that this is a problem and it needs to be taken care of to preserve your longevity. Yeah, for sure. From a longevity perspective, just understanding you have a purpose. A lot of people, especially as they get older, they retire, whatever it is, and they they lose that purpose. And you know, I always, I always say you got to have a why that makes you cry, right? So a, a purpose statement or a why that really inspires you to the point where you could get in tears. And then, you know, that's going to drive you and it's going to drive good behaviors in your life that help lead you towards a, a really healthy, long life.
Yeah, you know, because not everyone is maybe going to have the 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 purpose or the why to want to change the world, uh, you know, on, on a global level, yeah. you know, as as my goals, you know, would be in yours as well. But maybe your why is, yeah, to be a, a, a spouse, to mm-hmm. be a, a parent, to be a brother or sister, to be a friend, uh, to be involved in charitable, you know, causes, to again be a steward of of uh, you know religion and and spirituality uh to be a steward of the environment and and that really is is available to anyone and everyone yeah. of every single age yeah it's 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 the best antidepressant ever studied is when you go out and serve somebody else right if you're depressed if you're anxious if you're feeling these kind of this this sort of like troubled mood Right, just going out, taking your mind off yourself, and just going out and serving, helping other people, is the greatest antidepressant. So, really powerful stuff. Well, great, Doctor Jack. I know you've got a, obviously you've got your best selling book, The Paleo Cardiologist, where people can learn more about this, and also NaturalHeartDoctor.com. What are they going to find when they go check out your website? You know, we're trying to, you know, just identify to people that, hey, we we are the worldwide leaders in cardiovascular health. Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic are the worldwide leaders in cardiovascular disease. But, you know, we know your cardiovascular condition and we want to be able to help you with that particular condition. And that's what we do at, at Natural uh, Heart Doctor. And it really just, it's, I've seen so much pain and suffering from unnecessary pharmaceuticals, unnecessary surgeries, unnecessary sickness uh, from people. And uh, I've you know, been on the on the wrong side of this equation. You know, God bless the men and women who work in emergency rooms and trauma centers. But for everything else, uh, mainstream medicine is not your answer. I promise you. Yeah, absolutely, total agreement. And thanks so much for your time, Doctor Jack. You're always wealth of knowledge. Always enjoy our conversations, guys. Check them out, naturalheartdoctor.com, and we'll see you on a future interview. Be blessed, everybody. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.